You're listening to the Holy Bible One Year Challenge with master storyteller Michael Wood, featuring the easy-to-read version and used by permission from Bible Week International. Enjoy the show! Hello, everyone. Welcome to Day 29. We're continuing in the book of Job. And now the third of Job's friends comes to console him after the disasters have happened to Job. And this third friend named Zophar, unlike the other two friends, accuses Job directly of living a life of sin. And in fact, God's punishment was too good for him. Job deserves much worse for living a life of sin, even if that's hidden sin. But then Job has a chance to respond. And he starts to put together a case for himself. It's like he wants to take God to court. And he wants God to hear his arguments and the defense of the life that he's lived. We're also continuing in the New Testament in the book of Matthew. And Jesus is speaking to his followers. And he tells them a story about a farmer who hires some workers to work in the vineyard. Now, to try to put it in modern perspective, let's just say you got hired to work at McDonald's and you agreed to work there for $100 for the day. So you go in at 5 a.m. and you make breakfast and prepare the meals for the day. And of course, that works through lunch and all the way up to dinner. And finally, you get your $100. But then you notice that somebody came in around 9 o'clock at night when the place is closing, and all they did was mop and sweep the floor, and they get the same $100 that you got. Would you have a problem with that? Well, that's the setup for the story that Jesus says. And of course, it's not just a story, but it's an analogy of how God's justice works. Stay with us to not only hear the story, but the explanation from Jesus. If you enjoy the show, visit me at patreon.com forward slash storymaster. You'll find the link in the description box below. By contributing as little as $1 per month, you will enable me to continue this ministry. And you'll get cool rewards too. Together, we're going to get through the Bible in one year. Let's get started. Job chapter 11. Then Zophar from Naaman answered Job, This flood of words should be answered. Does all this talking make Job right? Do you think we don't have an answer for you? Do you think no one will warn you when you laugh at God? And you say to God, my arguments are right, and you can see I am pure. I wish God would answer you and tell you that you are wrong. He could tell you the secret of wisdom. He could tell you that every story has two sides. You could be sure of this. God is not punishing you as much as he should. Do you think you really understand God? Do you completely understand God all-powerful? That knowledge is higher than the heavens and deeper than the place of death. So what can you do? How can you learn it all? It is greater than the earth and bigger than the seas. If God decides to arrest you and take you to court, no one can stop him. God knows who's worthless. When he sees evil, he remembers it. Wild donkey cannot give birth to a man, and a stupid person will never become wise. Prepare your heart to serve only God. Lift your arms and pray to him. 
Put away the sin that you still hold on to. Don't keep evil in your tent. If you will do that, you can look to God without shame. You can stand strong and not be afraid. Then you can forget your troubles like water that has already passed by. Your life will be brighter than the sunshine at noon. Life's darkest hours will shine like the morning sun. You feel safe because there is hope. God will protect you and give you rest. You will lie down without fear of anyone. Many people will come to you for help. Evil people might look for help, but they will not escape their troubles. Their hope leads only to death. Job chapter 12. Then Job answered them. I'm sure you think you are the only wise people left. You think that when you die, wisdom will be gone with you. But my mind is as good as yours. You aren't any smarter than I am. I haven't said anything that people don't already know. My friends laugh at me now. They say, He prayed to God and got his answer. I am a good innocent man, but still they laugh at me. Those who have no troubles make fun of those who do. They hit a man when he is down. But robbers' tents are not bothered. Those who make God angry live in peace, even though God has them in his power. But ask the animals, and they will teach you. Or ask the birds that fly, and they will tell you. Or speak to the earth, and it will teach you. Or let the fish in the sea tell you their wisdom. Every living thing knows that it is the Lord who makes everything happen. The life of every creature depends on God, as does the breath of every person on earth. Just as you can taste food with your tongue, you can test what you hear with your ears. That's why wisdom comes with age and understanding from a long life. But only God has both wisdom and power. With his understanding, he knows what must be done. Anything God tears down cannot be rebuilt. Anyone he puts in prison cannot be set free. If he holds back the rain, the earth will dry up. If he lets loose the rain, it will flood the land. God is strong and always wins. He controls those who fool others and those who are fooled. He strips advisors of their wisdom and makes leaders act like fools. He strips kings of their authority and makes them slaves. He strips priests of their power and removes those who feel so secure in their position. He makes trusted advisors be silent. He takes away the wisdom of the older leaders. He brings disgrace to important people. He takes power away from rulers. He uncovers even the darkest secrets. He sends light into places that are as dark as death. God makes nations great, and then he destroys them. He makes nations grow large, and then he scatters their people. He makes their leaders foolish. He makes them wander around in the desert. They are like someone feeling their way in the dark. They are like drunks 
who don't know where they are going. Job chapter 13. I have seen all this before. I have already heard everything you say. I understand all these things. I know as much as you do. I am as smart as you are. But I don't want to argue with you. I want to speak to God all-powerful. I want to argue with God about my troubles. But you men try to cover up your ignorance with lies. You are like worthless doctors who cannot heal anyone. I wish you would just be quiet. That would be the wisest thing you could do. Now, listen to my argument. Listen to what I have to say. Will you speak lies for God? Do you really believe your lies are what God wants you to say? Are you trying to defend God against me? You are not being fair. You are choosing God's side simply because he is God. If God looked at you closely, would he see that you are right? Do you really think you can fool God the same as you fool people? You know that God would criticize you if you chose someone's side simply because they were important. God's majesty frightens you. You are afraid of him. The wise sayings you quote are worthless. Your arguments are as weak as clay. Be quiet, let me talk. I accept whatever happens to me. I will put myself in danger and take my life in my own hands. I will continue to trust God, even if he kills me. But I will defend myself to his face, and this confidence will be what saves me. No guilty person would dare meet God face to face. Listen carefully to what I say. Let me explain. I am ready now to defend myself. I will carefully present my arguments. I know I will be shown to be right. If anyone can prove I am wrong, I will shut up and wait to die. God, just give me two things and I will not hide from you. Stop punishing me and don't frighten me with your terrors. Then call to me and I will answer you. Or let me speak and you answer me. How many sins have I committed? What wrongs have I done? Show me where I went wrong or how I sinned. God, why do you avoid me and treat me like your enemy? Are you trying to scare me? I am only a leaf blowing in the wind. You are attacking a piece of straw. You have a list of terrible charges against me. Are you making me suffer? for the sins I did when I was young? You have put chains on my feet. You watch every step I take. You see every move I make. So I am becoming weaker and weaker, like a piece of wood riding away, like a piece of cloth eaten by moths. Job chapter 14. We are all human beings. Our life is short and full of trouble. Our life is like a flower that grows quickly and then dies away. Our life is like a shadow that is here for a short time and then is gone. God, do you need to keep an eye on something so small? Why bother to bring charges against me? 
No one can make something clean from something so dirty. The length of our life has been decided. You alone know how long that is. You have set the limits for us, and nothing can change them. So stop watching us. Leave us alone, and let us enjoy this hard life until we can put in our time. There is always hope for a tree. If it is cut down, it can grow again. It will keep sending out new branches. Its roots might grow old in the ground, and its stump dying the dirt, but with water, it will grow again. It will grow branches like a new plant. But when a man dies, he becomes weak and sick, and then he is gone. Like a lake that goes dry, or a river that loses its source, so people lose their lives, never to live again. The skies will all pass away before they rise from death. The skies will all disappear before anyone wakes up from that sleep. I wish you would hide me in my grave. I wish you would hide me there until your anger is gone. Then you could pick a time to remember me. If a man dies, will he live again? If so, I will gladly suffer through this time waiting for my release. God, you would call me, and I would answer you. Then I, the one you made, would be important to you. You would still watch every step I take. You would not remember my sins. It would be as if you had sealed my sins in a bag. It would be as if you had covered my guilt with plaster. Mountains fall and crumble away. Large rocks break loose and fall. Water flowing over stones wears them down. Floods wash away the soil on the ground. In the same way, God, you destroy the hope people have. You defeat them completely, and then they are gone. You change the way they look and send them away forever to the place of death. If their sons are honored, they would never know it. If their sons do wrong, they will never see it. They only feel the pain in their bodies, and they alone cry for themselves. Matthew chapter 20, verses 1 through 19. Jesus uses a story about farm workers. Jesus is speaking to his followers. God's kingdom is like a man who owns some land. One morning, the man went out very early hire some people to work in his vineyard. He agreed to pay the workers one silver coin for working that day. Then he sent them into the vineyard to work. About nine o'clock, the man went to the marketplace and saw some other people standing there. They were doing nothing. So he said to them, If you go and work in my field, I will pay you what your work is worth. So they went to work in the vineyard. The man went out again about 12 o'clock and again at 3 o'clock. Both times he hired some others to work in his vineyard. About 5 o'clock, the man went to the marketplace again. He saw some other people standing there. He asked them, Why do you stand here all day doing nothing? And they said, No one gave us a job! The man said to them, 
Then you can go and work in my vineyard. At the end of the day, the owner of the field said to the man in charge of the workers, Call the workers and pay them all. Start by paying the last people I hire, then pay all of them, ending with the ones I hired first. When the workers who were hired at five o'clock came to get their pay, each got one silver coin. Then the workers who were hired first came to get their pay. They thought they would be paid more than the others, but each one of them also received one silver coin. When they got their silver coin, they complained to the man who owned the land, and they said, Those people were hired last and worked only one hour, but you paid them the same as us, and we worked hard all day in the hot sun. The man who owned the field said to one of them, I am being fair with you. You agreed to work for one silver coin, right? So take your pay and go. I want to give the man who was hired last the same pay I gave you. I can do what I want with my own money. Why should you be jealous and wish harm on others because I am generous? So, those who are last now will be first in the future. And those who are first now will be last in the future. Jesus was going to Jerusalem. His 12 followers were with him. While they were talking, he gathered the followers together and spoke to them privately. He said to them, We are going to Jerusalem. The Son of Man will be handed over to the leading priests and teachers of the law. And they will say he must die. They will hand him over to the foreigners who will laugh at him and beat him with whips and then they will kill him on a cross. But on the third day after his death, he will be raised to life again. Psalm chapter 17, verses 6 through 12. Every time I call to you, God, you answer me. So listen to me now and hear what I say. Show your amazing kindness. You who rescue those who depend on you, use your great power and protect them from their enemies. Protect me like the pupil of your eye. Hide me in the shadow of your wings. Save me from the wicked people who are trying to destroy me. Protect me from those who come to hurt me. They show no mercy to others and boast about what they will do. They have been following me and now they are all around me. They watch me, waiting to throw me to the ground. Like hungry lions, they want to kill and eat. Like young lions, they hide, ready to attack. Thank you, everyone. That was day 29. Join us for day 30. Job's friends, Eliphaz and Bildad, come back with more ammunition and Job has a chance to answer. In fact, Bildad asks Job, will you ever stop talking? We're continuing in the book of Matthew, and Jesus is approached by Zebedee's wife, who has an interesting request. She wants both of her sons to sit at his left and right in the coming kingdom. You'll have to join us to hear his response. We hope you enjoyed today's verses. Be sure to leave us a positive review and to share this podcast with your friends and family. Please join us for the next episode as we experience the Bible 
in one year. Did you know we offer online courses in creative writing, literature, and web design? Visit us at storymaster.online to learn more.